Yeah, what's going on, man? It's me, Dom Sharp. I'm the host of the This Is What You Should Podcast, the home of Potty Mouse, and the fastest growing podcast in the history of podcasts. Don't Google that, because it's a fact, though. And I want to say a few words about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard, Anchor is the easy way to make a podcast. Let me explain to you real fast. Number one, it's free. And Anchor allows you to edit and record your podcast right for your phone or laptop. Anchor will also distribute your podcast so it can be heard on the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. You can make money off your podcast with no minimum listenerships. So if you got 10 listeners, 20 listeners, 30 listeners, 40 listeners, 50 listeners, no matter how many fucking listeners you got, you can make money off your podcast. No problem. It's everything you ever going to need to make a podcast all in one place. So here's what I need you to do. I need you to go to your Google Play Store or your App Store and download the Anchor app today. Now, if you ain't got a phone or you ain't got a fucking tablet, you got a laptop because how else would you be listening to this right now? I need you to go on your laptop and go to anchor.fm and create your podcast today. It's the easy way to make a podcast. I'm telling you, I did this, so so can you. Let's get it done. Okay, welcome back to another episode of the List is Why You Should Podcast, the home of Potty Mouse, fastest growing podcast in history of podcasts. Don't go with that, that's a fact though. Back with another quarantine pod. I am in a house, this is what, quarantine day 20 or some shit? I've just been in here bored. Um, First of all, hold up, I think I sneeze. No, I don't got to sneeze. Okay, this is weird. This is this is really weird. I feel like I'm like in the beginning of the stage of this podcast again. If you don't know, if you're new to the podcast, like the first six or seven podcasts I did were all solo podcasts, which is me talking to a microphone. Didn't have, if you're watching the clip right now, I didn't have this fucking arm, this microphone arm, this stand. I just held a microphone and I talked for 30 minutes. So I feel like I'm back doing that again, which is fun. Like, it's fun. But the hard part about this is like coming, trying to come up with topics. Like the great part about the podcast I do with the homeboys is like we don't ever come in with topics. Like we just we just start talking and magic happens and shit like that. So now I gotta come up with topics and shit like that, which is hard. Cause I'm not really topic based. I kind of just do what the fuck I wanna do. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Which is how I, you know, I that's how I built this. But now I'm home alone. Nobody talks to. Me. First of all, fuck this nigga Cameron. 
I asked this nigga at four o'clock today. To what's today's the thirty first? I think this podcast gonna come out on the first of April. Um, I told I talked to this nigga at four o'clock. I was like, "Yo, bro, you want to do a pod?" He was like, "Yeah, bro, let's do a podcast tonight." I said, "I bet. Don't worry. I'm gonna call you on the phone. We are gonna get it done." I hit him at like eight. I was like, "Yo, bro," I called him just like you mean just so we can. I wasn't recording yet, but I was going to talk to him. I was going, we was going to figure out the ideas. I called him. He said, oh, hold on. I'm putting some groceries or some shit in. All right. I waited about 40, 40 to 50 minutes. I texted him again. I was like, yo, bro, we doing this? He was like, yeah, bro, we're going to do our regular time at 1030. Nigga, what? I told you at 4 o'clock, let's do this. At 1030, I'm playing the game tonight. I'm playing 2K. I'm going to be playing 2K until... The wee hours in the morning If not I'm going to be on the phone with a woman I'm not talking to you about anything at 10.30 tonight What the fuck is on your biscuit Nigga going to say I got to take a shower Nigga fuck your shower Fuck your shower <laughs> I love how when he's not here When the homies aren't here I just use this podcast to diss them Like fuck them niggas I'm, uh, Today the 31st I put up the podcast Called uh, Things That Inspired Me When I Was, in, when I was a when I was when I was a teenager, things that inspired a sixteen year old dom, some shit like that. Basically, it was all about shit that inspired me, and like for like a solid five to ten minutes of like the thirty minute pod, it was just me shitting on my homie. So that was fun. But I'm back at it again. Here to another podcast because gotta pump this content out. Ain't shit else to do. Gotta pump it out. Pump it up. I want to talk about Tiger King. I do. I, if you haven't watched Tiger King yet, I need you to go on Netflix and just watch the Tiger King documentary. I believe it's seven parts or some shit like that. It's probably my favorite doc of the year. Like, Don't Fuck With Cats was cool. Like, it was cool. It was like a mystery doc. Like, you was figuring out the same time they was figuring shit out. But as far as, like, straight up, I talk about shitty television a lot. As far as, as, far as just straight up shitty television, nothing tops Tiger King. Nothing's going to ever go on top Tiger King when it comes to shitty television. It's the shittiest of televisions. So, this is called the Listen to Me Spoil Shit podcast. So, I'm about to spoil the whole Tiger King. So, if you haven't seen it, don't listen to this. Like, just don't do it. I wouldn't wouldn't listen to this if I haven't seen it yet. So, basically what Tiger King is about is this guy named Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic is a zoo owner from the state of Oklahoma. He his claim to fame was he owned the world's largest tiger zoo. I think at some point he had two hundred and twenty seven tigers in the zoo. 220, 227 tigers, not just tigers, but lions and other big cats like panthers and shit like that. Two hundred twenty seven big cats. It's fucking ridiculous. And inside this documentary, it shows the greedy, disgusting, nasty world of the tiger training of ti- of, ti- of tiger owning. So this guy, Joe, is out of, was in his beef with this bitch named Carol Baskins. Carol Baskins is a woman from Florida who her whole thing is, now she want to save the tigers. She want to get the tigers out of these zoos. She want to stop all the cuphead and shit like that. But the thing about Carol Baskins, what you learn in the documentary, you learn that Carol Baskins is not much different from the rest of these motherfuckers. She's just as disgusting and nasty as the rest of these motherfuckers. Carol Baskin was married to uh, her husband, whose name is escaping right now, but, but, her, but her husband was a millionaire of sorts. He had a whole bunch of money. And in the 90s, in the early 90s, they did this thing where they went around and bought a whole bunch of, like, fucking 
small big cats. He's bought them from because I believe I believe what the story was that people were um taking the big cats and killing them and using them from taxidermy so people can have like a fucking lynx in their house and shit like that. So they went around the country buying all the big cats and they just had them. And her husband, he was really big into breeding these motherfuckers. He more so wanted them for pets. It was a point in time where she did a video, a home video, about why she had to take the cubs. She had to take the cubs from the mother so that they can be housebred. And now she is on a rampage trying to destroy people doing the exact same thing that she wanted. Now, some people can make an argument that, you know, her... Her whole shit changed because, like, you know, she she saw the wrong in what she was doing. But, nah, this bitch is evil. This bitch only changed her ways because her husband was trying to get rid of this bitch. Like, he was like, nah, I'm I'm trying to dip. Like, her husband, her, her, her husband is dead. He's missing. His body's never been found. Now, there's multiple stories, stories and theories floating around. My favorite theory is that she fed that nigga to a tiger. Like, there's no way... I'm. I've watched it. I watched it. I just finished it not today, like like a day or two ago. I'm telling you now, there's no other possibility in my mind besides for the fact that she fed that nigga to a tiger. In the documentary, they try to dispel that, like nah, that she couldn't, like a, a tiger couldn't even a tiger couldn't even eat a hundred pounds plus of meat. I'm like nigga, nah. Have you seen tiger teeth? And like it'd be multiple tigers in like one enclosure. Like they could have they they could have split him down the middle. You know what I'm saying? He's like, oh yeah, Tony, you have a little piece. You know what I'm saying, Roger, you have a little piece. I don't know. Niggas could have shared that nigga, but he 100 percent was fed to a tiger. There's no way in hell a millionaire, a man who's well known in that community, just goes just goes completely disappear and not be found for what 20 plus years now. 20 plus years this nigga been dead and missing. Nobody's found the body or any remains, none of that shit. The nigga just dead and missing. Nah, that nigga was fed to a tiger. Joe Zodic, he says some shit like that. He says some shit like, um, if you feed a tiger like a whole turkey, like there won't be any bones left because their stomachs are so acidity that all that shit would just you know erode in their stomach. I believe that. I believe that nigga was fed to. A, they fed that nigga to a tiger. I, I, there's you can't tell me otherwise. That nigga was fed to a tiger. He got fed to a tiger, and I'm not. I don't feel bad about it. Like now I'm lying. I feel bad about it. I feel bad only because this bitch is trying to portray herself. As like the queen and the helping hand that all tigers need. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna lie to you. So, so the big spoiler at the end. I'm gonna get to this. The, the big spoiler at the end is that Joe Azada goes to jail because, um, he he put out a hit on her on Carol Baskins. So basically, somebody that worked at a park, worked at his park. He paid them three thousand dollars to go down to Florida and kill the bitch. And and the feds got a hold of that, and they put this nigga in jail. Niggas doing twenty plus years in prison and shit like that. I'm not gonna lie, it was a point in time where, like when I heard it, I was like, I hope somebody killed this bitch. Like she's annoying. Like the bitch walk around with a flower crown. Like who the fuck wear flower crowns anymore? Like she's like, in her voice, like it's supposed to be like, hey, she she, she say some shit like, hey, cool cats and big cats or some cool, come corny shit like that. I hate her with a passion, only because like. She's a white woman, and, you know, she's a white blonde woman, so people just tend to believe her. I don't believe a word that woman says. Not a single word that woman says. Not, I, I watched that whole doc, and not a single time in that documentary that I feel bad for her. Joe Exotic is crazy. The nigga had a television show. Well, it, was, it, was a, it was an internet TV show called Joe Exotic TV, and he literally would go on there and, like, an, antagonize her. Nigga found her own, her, her, 
her old diary, which was like it was used inside the case to solve her husband's mystery. So he got it. But people were like, how how did he get the diary? Well, in the state of Florida, anything that's used as evidence in that case becomes public information. And anybody can get that information. So that's how he got it. The, the diary was used as evidence in the murder of her husband. So it was out there on the Internet. Anybody can go get that shit. And he read the fucking diary on his on his Internet television show. Not only did he do that, he's he's he he wished death upon her so many times with a camera in front of his face. Like at certain point of time, you're like, Joe, you can't say shit like that. You can't you can't go around and say shit like that. But Joe, fuck it. I want that bitch dead too. Fuck her. Fuck Carol Baskins. It's still free. It's listen, it's still free Joe Zodic, and it's still Carol Baskin killed her husband. That's all I know. Also, the thing about I didn't know about the Tiger World. First of all, I'm not gonna pretend like I knew much about the Tiger World. Like to like to begin with, I did. I'm not gonna pretend like I did. But what I didn't realize is how freak nasty the Tiger World was. So this, so Joe, Joe Exotic, he's a gay man. He's a gay Southern Oklahoma man, and he only fucks straight dudes. Weirdest shit ever. And his explanation is there's not a lot of gay men in Oklahoma. But these niggas are not really gay. Joe just offer him, offer them everything they want. Like most of these guys are on drugs. First of all, most of the times they get them when they're they get them young. So his first husband was like nineteen or twenty when he met him. He got him young, hooked on drugs, hooked on meth. You could tell he was on meth because of his mouth. Nigga got mad teeth missing. He got that meth mouse. Then his second husband, uh, Travis, was about his second husband. Travis killed himself. Spoiler, killed himself. He was niggas on niggas was on drugs. Was on. Somebody say he was a big weed smoker, but we don't make you act like that. Like, I was a big weed smoker, and I never acted the way he said they acted. Like, niggas just walk around and shoot, point guns at motherfuckers. Weirdest shit ever. And apparently, neither of his husbands ever worked in the park. So he was in a three-way gay polygamy, polygamous relationship with two straight men. And the only reason these two straight men was ever with him because they they felt protected. It was stories. It was stories that other people of uh, other people um, in the zoo said that both of niggas was just fucking everything, fucking everything that moved in the park. Like all the women that worked in the park, they were just fucking them because they wasn't really gay. But because they felt comfortable and Joe was providing everything they needed, like guns, money, food, dirt bikes, all this cool shit, drugs, all the shit that they wanted to do. It was like, nah, fuck it. I suck a little dick, which is wild. <laughs> that's like, j- just as like, I'm not gonna lie, that's a wild statement to say. Like, nah, this is, no, nah, this nigga providing for me. I suck a little bit of dick. That's just wild to say. Like, me being a straight man, I would never want to suck a little bit of dick. Like, before, for a dirt bike, nigga? You think dirt bike rail was out here sucking dick for bikes? Nah, bro. I'm fucking RB dirt bike rail. I feel like legend. But, this it's a freak nasty world. The Tiger World is a freak nasty world. There's another guy. His name Doc, Doc something. They call him Doc something. And this nigga Doc is like the ultimate predator. So like the only people that work in his zoo is women. He got like a he he got a coven of like non wives and shit like that. And most of his wives when they come to him are like young and impressionable, like eighteen and nineteen years old. And when they get there. He changes all their names to something mad exotic. So fucking weird. Like, he's the weirdest nigga, and he just fuck all of them. He's out here giving dick to all of these bitches. Which is, I'm not gonna lie, it's swag, but it's also creepy because, like, most of these girls are, like, super young when you get a hold of them. Like, like the one girl, she said that she, like, the one girl who left the coven, 
and she was in a documentary that spoke out about him, said that she was 18 when she drove down there, I believe. 18 was her age. And she sold her car and everything she owned to go to go live and work in that zoo. And she convinced her dad to uh, go down there. And the one thing our dad told her before he left was, don't fall in love with your boss. And guess what that bitch did? She fell in love with her boss. It's, it's a nasty world. It's a nasty world. Also, apparently, the guy that Scarface is based off of is a big, like, big cat collector. Didn't even know that. It's so many inter- it's so many interesting people in this documentary. Like, it's only, like, seven episodes. It's only seven episodes. But the guy, Doc, he, he could have had an own three-episode arc that I would have loved to watch. Carol, her story could have had three episodes. They gave her, like, two, but it's in two different spaces. That could have been a three-episode arc. Joe was the the main character, but the guy, but the guy, uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. But the guy, the, the fucking guy that Tony Montana's character is from Scarface is based off of. He could have had his own arc. They 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 went they don't went him for like twenty five thirty minutes, and then they just not even twenty five. It was like twenty minutes. They, they 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 talked about him. Then we never talked about him again. I was like, no, go back to that nigga. Where the what? How the fuck we get here? Like it was it just all over the place. The doc is all over the place. It's a freak, nasty, lion world. Like, I didn't realize that. So, apparently, apparently, like, you can make the most money off of a cub. Or a lion is when they're a cub. Because you can do cub petting. Like, women want to take pictures with this thing because they're small and cute. But what happens is they grow rapidly fast. So, like, the first, like, you know, four months, they're cute. But after that, they just get big. And they're too big. For like somebody to hold, like they're like they are they they could kill you at six months old. They could they could kill you if they wanted to. Like they could. They're that big that they could kill you if they wanted to. And um, it's disgusting. It's not disgusting. It is disgusting because after because after about six months old, it was a rumor in the doc that the guy Doc he would just put all like all all the uh, all the all the cubs that got the A's out of cub petting that couldn't be used for money anymore he would just put them in a gas chamber and kill them motherfuckers which is crazy shit is shit is shit is crazy like he was like nah you're useless to me it's like it's like the old saying as the old saying goes if you can't be used you're useless and that's how doc carried it he's like well i can't make money off you no more i'm gonna kill you motherfuckers it's it's a weird world it's a weird world. Weird world. Weird world. Okay, I got stuck on that for a second. But the Joe Zodic, Joe Zodic is, is the most interesting character I've come across in a very long time. Very interesting person. Very interesting person. Because the this he says that the reason he started his zoo was to wasn't wasn't memorial of his brother. His brother lost his life in a tragic car accident and shit like that. And he wanted to start something that he could that he, that he could remember his brother by. Apparently, I don't know. If, I don't know why it was a zoo. Apparently, his brother was like big into big cats. I don't think. I think it was Joe went down to Florida and he was working for uh, the guy that Tony my character Tony Tony my Tony Montana's character in Scarface based off, and he fell in love with the cats. So he was like, "Now nah, I'm gonna start a zoo in my brother's memorial." So at first, it was like he was really he really did it for the love of the animals, but as the money became bigger and bigger in it, and he became more famous. It stopped being about the animals. And I think the real turning point of that 
is when Joe hired this guy to come shoot a reality TV show. The nigga that came to, the nigga that came to shoot a reality TV show, apparently he was he was on crack. He was a crack. I, this wasn't a doc. This is this wasn't a doc. This is my own extra research I did about this nigga. Apparently he was a crack at it. And the reason he was the reason he moved to Oklahoma because he was running away from his problems. He ran away from Oklahoma to be away from his problems. He was like a big TV producer for a long time. Like he was on local news and did like all the wild crazy shit that you watch. Like he he was that guy. And he was like, nah, this nigga Joe Zada can make me money. So when he got in the park, he's like, Joe, I can make you the biggest figure in reality television. Joe's like, well, let's do it. Oh, let's do it. That's, what, that's, that's not really good Joe impression. Joe's like, you know, let's do it. And Joe did it, but the guy made him sign a contract that Joe said, I allow you to shoot a reality television show with me if you run my internet television show. And he said, what for sure? Because the guy knew the, the, the internet TV show wasn't going to make Joe any money, but this reality television show could, could bring him millions easily bring him millions. Like reality TV is a big business, especially what Joe was into. It was easy. So Joe, he got, he got, it was a point in the doc where they said like Joe would just fire people because the cameras was on. Like it would be like morning meetings. He would just fire people because the cameras was on. It's real weird. But it's, this doc is deep. So like I said, Joe and the bitch Carol, they was beefing. They've been beefing for like 20 plus years. Like they just been beefing for a long time. Like I said, Joe was out there, you know, on his internet television show saying he's going to kill the bitch. He nigga, nigga literally shot a doll that said Carol on it in the head with a gun. So, Carol, so Joe being the dickhead that he is and the troll that he is, Carol Baskin's rescue place is called Big Cat Rescue. Right? So Joe decided to call his traveling show that he took the animals on a road with to like local malls inside the area in the Midwest and the South. He decided to call his shit Big Cat Rescue Entertainment. <laughs> just Joe just trolling his bitch, just trolling her, said, nah, 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 nah. I'm the real Big Cat. Not only did he did that, nigga basically stole the logo and then the logo that he had. It was like some tiger eyes. That was the banner on the Big Cat Rescue website. He just made that a part of his logo. Like the biggest troll of all time. So Carol said, fuck this. I'm going to take this nigga to court. And this court, it it took so much out of Joe. Like Joe never had enough money to keep fighting. Like he wasn't bringing enough money to fight. It got to the point where like Carol would send out things like, no, I want this. I want that. I want this. I want that. And Joe would be like, yo, fuck you. He would go online and just shoot the shit that she wanted. Like it was like it was a, it was a bit in the doc. She, he he was like Joe was like they say that you want my watch, shot his watch. They said that you want my bed, shot his bed, shot his shot everything up. And Joe being a dickhead and a troll that he is, also the smart man that he is, knew that eventually he was that eventually they was gonna come for the park. There's there's gonna be like well if you can't pay us, give us the park. That's your biggest money maker, and we call it even. So. Joe decided to sign a park over to multiple people. Multiple people. One was his gay lover. The other, uh, at some point, they signed they signed it over. He signed it over to his mom. And then Carol Bass came after his mom. His Carol Bass was like, "Nah, bitch, I want your mom house. All this cool fly shit." And got to the point where Joe had ran out of people to, you know, put the park in somebody's names. So then it was this billionaire, millionaire guy. They, they stepped onto the scene. 
I'm trying to figure out his name. It was this millionaire guy who, who, who stepped into the scene and said, no, nah, I can save you. Like, I can, I can, I can save you from this. Just sign the park over in my name and we're going to be together. And that, that was, that was appealing to Joe. Jeff Lowe, Jeff Lowe. Jeff Lowe is the guy, is, is, is the millionaire's name. Jeff Lowe stepped onto the scene. He was, Jeff Lowe was like, like a playboy extraordinaire. Like he was, he was, he was stationed in Las Vegas. And he also had like an, an affinity for big cats. So he would take these big cats out to Las Vegas and shit. And he would do like private club petting and shit like that. And like that's how he and that's how he got bitches. Nat Mance had a whole wife, but he would just him and his wife would just be fucking bitches. He got a line in the doc where he says something. He says, uh, uh, a big cat will get you a little bit. No, a big pussy will gonna get you a little bit of pussy. Saying like if you bring if if you bring a a, a big cat, that's gonna get you some 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 vagina. Like nigga, he was devious. So Joe and his guy Jeff Lowe. Really got close and shit like that. And Joe got enamored by the money. And because he was with this guy who was bringing in money, Joe started to feel safe. So he started start popping his shit again. He said, nah, nigga, we going to do this, bro. We going to do this. We going to do this. We finna ride out. So <laughs> Joe feeling safe and secure about where the park was because Joe no longer ran the park. He signed the park over to Jeff. So Jeff, so Jeff became like the guy behind the scenes who was like, Keeping shit like keeping shit in place, keeping shit under control, and Joe just became the face. So Joe got so caught up in being the face, this nigga ran for president. This nigga Joe, exotic, a gay man, and and a thruple with two straight men decided to run for president. When that fell apart, he was like, "Well, I can still probably run for governor." This nigga ran for governor of the state of Oklahoma. Nigga handed out condoms with his face in it as a part of his like you know his his merch to get people to go vote for him. This nigga Joe is crazy. So when he lost and shit and that shit fell apart back at the park, the guy Jeff started to look into where the money was coming from because somebody a little birdie had told him that Joe's being investigated. So he went and looked into the books and found out that Joe had stole like I think it was like eighty eighty eight thousand dollars. And like money that, that was his and false checks to fund his little run for governor. He used it on condoms and t-shirts and parades and shit like this. And the guy Jeff Lowe was like, yo, bro, you fucking up me, bro. You can't be doing it. You fucking up my money. And Joe was like, I get you the money back. He was like, how you gonna give me the money back when I own everything you used to own? And how you gonna do that? Like you going, you gonna get me fucked up. So then Jeff, so Joe was like, no thing, I just leave. And Jeff was like, no thing, just leave. And this nigga Jeff ran Joe out of his own zoo. This nigga Joe owned the zoo for 20 years, built it from the ground up, became made it a thing that people wanted to see, made it a thing that people wanted to go, made it all of these things. And this nigga Jeff ran him off his own part. And doing that, Jeff, Joe was like, well, I got to make some money. So he took a few lions. He had a few cubs. He sold off a few cubs just to a few people. Cause apparently a cub can get apparently a cub is like two thousand dollars. You can get like a lion cub for two thousand dollars. I didn't know that. Nigga, I want a lion. Fuck you talking about? I'm about to get a lion, nigga. And then when it gets too big, I'm gonna just kill it. Peter going if Peter, if Peter ever hears this podcast, they're gonna kill me for that. But fuck it. I'm not about to die. I'm not about to die because of some lion, nigga. Fuck that. 
So Joe runs away. Joe said, nah, I got, I got to get out of Dodge. So Joe goes, moves, he's like southern, like northern Oklahoma, shit like that. He, he, he chilling out, he high, you know what I'm saying? You know his body. But apparently the feds after him because the fed caught word that he, that he was trying to kill Carol Baskins. So uh, Jeff Lowe's handyman, Alan Glover, accepted the money that was going to kill Joe. Accepted the money, which is the exchange for him to go kill Carol. But he never went to Florida to go, to go kill Carol. Nigga just wound up going to Texas or some shit and partying. But the thing is, Joe said that never happened. Joe says that story doesn't make sense. But because it is, because these niggas, uh, Jeff Lowe, uh, Alan Glover and some other nigga They started working with the government They set this nigga up All these niggas ratted on him All these niggas told about all these secret conversations they was having And got this nigga in jail They got him out the paint Completely out the paint Shit is ridiculous So Yeah because of that Joe said nah fuck that I'm out the animal business Start ratting on them niggas left and right Left and right said this nigga do this This nigga do that This nigga do this and Joe got his sins lessened. I don't know, man. This 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 Tiger King doc is probably my is definitely my favorite doc to come out like ever. Like I thought, don't fuck with cats was good. I thought, don't fuck with cats was a good doc. Like I'm I'm no I'm no movie expert, so niggas are listening to me. Like no, nah, you ain't explain that shit well, but. Fuck it, I had to put out content. But honestly, like, go watch that. If you haven't seen it yet, I think I hope I inspired you to go watch it, even though I just spoiled a lot of that shit. But go go watch the Tiger King documentaries. My favorite, one of my, nah, not one of my favorites. It's honestly my favorite doc to come out in the history of documentaries. And I, I'm a real, I'm a doc guy. Like, I, I, I watch documentaries. My favorite doc to ever come out. This nigga Joe Zotic is different. He's a different bull. Different nigga owned a zoo. It was a line he said. He was like, "To get the young guy." And now I'm going back. It was this line he said in. The, it was line he said in the doc, talking about uh, uh, his second his second husband Travis. He was like, he was like, "Well, how straight are you?" He's like, and Travis was like, "I'm pretty straight." And then Joe said the line, "When you watch porn, do you like the do you like the guys to fuck her with the little dick or the big dick?" Hold on, hold on. Right? Do you do wanna do you want her to fuck her with the big dicks or the little dicks? And, and of course and of course the guy was like, nah, I want the big dicks. And Joe said, Well, you ain't that straight, are you? And like, the coldest line ever. The coldest line. Shit is disgusting. Wow. <sighs> Joe Zodic Tiger King. It's a documentary right now on Netflix. It's in your phones. Go get that. It's obvious it's honestly like the shit it's the shit man go get that but um yeah that was a quick 30 minutes wasn't it wasn't really a, a i don't know really what that was i just want to talk about it it's something i watched I, I i'm assuming it's the talk it's the talk of the town on the tl right now everybody's talking about it so hopefully when i tweet this out i get some good interaction because everybody wanted everybody wants more content about it so all right man this has been another episode of the of the Listen's Why Shit Podcast, the Home of Potty Mouth, the Fast Going Podcast, and History of Podcast. Don't Google that. I'm your host, Dom Sharp. There's two things that every human has in this world. Assholes and opinions. I so happy to be an asshole with an opinion. Thanks for listening.